0: Special Olympics, Northern California athlete and poet Amanda Hennath. should ask how to pronounce her name, but we'll ask her when we've been on the show. Amanda stops by the podcast to talk about poetry and her impactful Special Olympics story. Episode 421 of the Special Chronicles podcast starts right now on SpecialChronicles.com.
1: This is Special
0: Chronicles, giving respect
1: and a voice to people with special needs.
0: Podcasting since 2008. This is the show where we're broadcasting disability stories from an insider's perspective and we are giving a voice to people with special needs. This is your weekly guide to find and enjoy acceptance and inclusion. I shudder thinking Welcome back to the Special Chronicles show. My name is Daniel Founder of Special Chronicles and the Southern Tribal International Global Messenger with Special Olympics. So excited to be back behind the mic as I take a sip of coffee in my stream yard. Uh, coffee mug? Uh, mm. ah. Let's go have coffee. Well, we're calling this on Saturday morning, the tenth of April, twenty twenty one. But you guys are going to hear this live on in the evening on Monday. But again, you could be listening to this podcast at any time. Um, and um, again, I just want to quickly remind you: if you want to um, do a uh, easy live stream, easy professional live stream, like we are doing uh, at Special Chronicles. You can uh, use our referral link, specialchronicles.com slash streamyard. The link will be in the show notes description below. Uh slash slash streamyard, and you can you know with our full link, you can get ten dollars in in um, 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 credit. And also, just quick, quick, we mind that uh, if you make a two hundred fifty at the two hundred fifty dollar gift level to this podcast. Uh, uh, by uh, uh, making a gift of $250 at specialchronicles.com slash give, or text give 250, that's text give 250 to 833-953-2598. And Tim Schreiber will send you a free autographed copy of his new book, The Call to Unite, Voices of Hope and Awakening. Once again, at the $250 gift level, specialchronicles.com slash give uh, is where you can go to make a $250 gift. And it really helps um, to keep me... Um, uh, Broadcasting here uh, on SpecialChronicles.com. So um, please, uh, thank you. And remember to do what you do with these podcasts. Uh, SpecialChronicles.com is where you can go to follow us on the uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Vimeo, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to our newsletter. Subscribe to all the podcasts. And remember to rate and review and subscribe and follow uh, do what you do with these podcasts, com, And with that, excited to welcome, uh, you saw the little, if you're watching the video, you, you saw the graphic, or if you listen to the podcast, you may have seen it in the description below. i um, excited to welcome this week's guest on the program. And that is uh, Amanda is a Special Olympics Northern California athlete and a poet and um, also uh Diagnosed with a few different disabilities, I will get to in her introduction, but one of them being autism. And as um, this is the beginning of April, which is Autism Awareness Month, so that's what we're celebrating this week on this episode of the Special Chronicles show. So, with all of that introduction, um, please uh, put your hands. I hold on. I forgot what I forgot. Which uh, okay? I hope I remember which audio clip is which. I. Don't have my little cheat sheet in front of me. So, <laughs> with With that, um, please put your hands there. We go. I found the white button. Okay. <laughs> I what I need to do is like tape this little cheat sheet to the wall so I actually know what I'm doing. Or, I don't know. We'll, we'll figure that out later. Uh, with that, <laughs> with that, uh, please put your hands together as we. Let me put my coffee down so I can click the so I can. Have the guests join join the show. <laughs> Please put your hands together as we welcome Special Olympics Northern California athlete and poet Amanda to the Special Chronicles show. Welcome to Special Chronicles, Amanda. Hi,
1: really. Thank
0: you so much. Um, yes. It's super exciting. Yeah. And uh, um, I think I first got connected with you. Uh, I wasn't proud of this. Um, Zoom thing that you did, but, um, a good friend, Jason from Special Olympics, Maryland had you on some zoom, zoom cast, zoom thing, zoom something. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was, was zoom cast. So I got to come to the, the zoom cast event and I got to read some poetry. And so I, I randomly came across, um, jason when i was just joining all these groups on facebook for the special olympics and then i saw one for athlete leaders yeah and i was like i was like let me join this page and see what happens and i saw that you know special olympics maryland you know posted quite a bit and i saw jason's post for they were doing something for the holidays and they encouraged anybody who was part of this group to come join And I said, you know what? This is going to be really random and exciting at the same time, but I'm going to go to this meeting.
0: <laughs> yeah. Awesome. And, yeah. Um, and and I, a- I, I, I don't know if this is group, the group that you, uh, you we've to, but I know we have a special Olympics North America athlete leadership group page. I don't know if, if that's, yes. is that the one that you're on for all, yes. you know, for all North America region? Okay. Awesome. Uh, so, with that, um, I um, gave a little bit of an introduction at the top of the program for you, but why don't you, for any new listeners, why don't you introduce yourself to our listeners and, um, and those about the disabilities that you were um, diagnosed with and, yeah. Sure.
1: So, my name is Amanda Haranoth. As Daniel said, I am a Special Olympics athlete and Global Ambassador for Northern California. I was diagnosed with retinopathy of prematurity, um, a.k.a. a very nice vision impairment. And um, on top of vision impairment, I also have autism and a whole host of other um, conditions and things like that. But right now, these are the things that we are going to go ahead and focus on because um, if I mentioned everything else that was... Um, Uniquely wrong with me, we would be here all day. <laughs>
0: yeah, well, and <laughs> and the, one of the um, are, well, we have one mission of special chronicles, which is giving respect and voice to those of us with, with special needs or disabilities. Right. But I guess we have a lot of um, a lot of poposes that our listener's. Um, Come to Special Chronicles to hear our stories And one of those purposes is To hear about our accomplishments And to hear about our joys um, And the challenges or disabilities Or differences that we have That you and me and so many others ha- um, Special Olympics athletes have Is a part of our story But it's just one small part of the story and so a lot of the focus of the stories and the podcasts that we tell here on Special Chronicles and this program is about all accomplishments. So with that, tell us about a little bit about your early years. And, and as I mentioned at the top, top of the program today, that... It's autism, uh, April is Autism Awareness Month. I think April second was World Autism Day, but April is Autism it's, Awareness Month. And so
1: it's also Poetry Month, my friend.
0: Awesome. Po- yeah. yeah. And so with the, with that, tell us about your older years and uh, and and about some of the challenges that you have, and joys and uh, accomplishments. <laughs> sure.
1: Sure. So growing up for me, it was um, relatively difficult growing up vision impaired. I had really a fear of school, really for two reasons. The, the first reason being physically, I felt I was unable to get around by myself. I would see several you know, my friend zooming by. Let me go to this class. Let me go to this cafeteria. Let me go do this thing, and I'm struggling to get around because that's how impaired my vision was growing up. So that that was that was number one, and the other thing um, that that really honestly scared me in my my early years was um, not knowing that I was mildly autistic, and you know, with with having some learning differences, it makes it even in special education, which, which I was being in Mm -hmm. special education, it makes it more challenging to really enjoy or focus therefore on the school experience. Um, so I, I won't go ahead and say that, Oh my gosh, I hated growing up. That's actually not true. I've been fortunate to be able to have traveled several places growing up, so I wouldn't say for like the first five, six, seven years of my life, I spent my birthday's in November. So I, I would spend my birthday in Hawaii with you know my parents and and my older sister, and then for my sister's birthday, which is in April, we would be in Disneyland. So. In spite of how hard it was academically, I, I grew up, you know, being, being able to travel. Um, Europe was another place that I got to experience. Mexico was another place I got to experience, which is, you know, really interesting growing up um, vision impaired. And, you know, you're, you're walking around, you know, different places in Mexico and in some cases, things aren't paved, like streets aren't paved. So you accidentally go ahead and take a short little tumble down the stairs or on, on accident. But, you know, I, I've always felt that God has always had a purpose for my life. So really just figuring out what that was, even though the academic part of it would be hard and the socialization part of it would be hard. Knowing that he has a divine plan and purpose for all of us, it really is just um, finding out really what that is. And once you find out when he reveals what that is, you, you go ahead and you lean into your gifts and your talents for the, the, the to, to make you the best that you can possibly be. For me, I've always had a strong, um, not necessarily background in public speaking, but it's, it's always been one of my strengths, so it's always been something that I wanted to do, just not in a classroom or an academic setting. Just like what we're doing now, I'm in my joy right now just being on this podcast
0: awesome 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 uh, I a couple of brief things um that I want to mention kind of based on your story and the early years because as this uh this part of the program is act one your know, personal and special little uh, backstory and one of the things you you mentioned was your know, struggle in your know, struggles in school and just like you I I had a lot of I I wouldn't say that I Hated my youth, but, so I, I wouldn't say that, but I would say especially in high school was a really difficult challenge in time. And, I mean, some people might not see that, but I, also at the same time, I think some people could maybe see that. Um, I know particularly my, my, like my family could see that. And I think, and I. I don't know your your thought uh, about this, but I think a lot of the the people probably in, I mean, we both went to two different high schools, but still, I think a, a lot of maybe all the people our age, people that we went to school with that didn't have the differences, the disabilities, the challenges that we had, and we have two different disabilities, but... Probably don't fully understand all of the difficulties and challenges that people like you and me deal with.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, I I found a lot of support, you know, when I was in high school, and there were, you know, no shortage of. Kids who would help me get to where I needed to be around campus, which was really great because my sister and I, we did not attend the same school. We're, we're only 19 months apart, but she went to a private school, and I, you know, had to remain in public school for, you know, obvious reasons. But I, I think that when you have people around you who have a heart of compassion, it makes it much easier versus people who go ahead and object to everything that you do. Um, there, w- What I experienced um, throughout my time in special education is that there would be specific teachers for the severely handicapped class that didn't even want to be there. You could just tell that they were didn't want to be there for them. It was all about just whatever the benefit of teaching special ed was, which I believe was just about the, the money part of it. But in terms of them actually loving what they did and having compassion for this very unique population, I, I don't know about you, but I didn't see much of that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, we could spend probably an entire hour of this program talking about just that, but just for the sake of time, I'm, I'm going to move on to something else that you also said in talking about your early years, and that is your uh, faith in in God. And um, that's also an important part of my power, and I, I, think, I think you hold out the, the most recent... Um, the second uh, guest appearance that uh, 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 special Olympics Chairman and Unite founder Tim Shriver um, had, um, was on this podcast a few episodes ago. I, I forgot the exact episode number, but it's featured now on the top. If you go to just go to our homepage, specialchronicles.com, you can find um, that, that um, Tim's um, episode. You can listen or watch that there. Um, it's linked at the top of our website, specialchronicles.com. But anyways, that's something Also, also that kind of Tim also mentioned as well. Um, But there's an artist, and I don't know if if you've heard of Matthew West. He's a pretty – let me see if I can pull it up on – let me see if it – well, wait – let me, let me just add it on the banner here, and I'll see if you um, uh, if you go to specialchronicles.com dot com slash Matthew West podcast. You, you can hear uh, him on this this program. I don't know if have you heard of Matthew West. He's a pretty popular Christian single songwriter.
1: Okay, I'll definitely check him out.
0: Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm only bringing him up because um, kind of he talks about stories and 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 faith a lot as well so um, yeah dot com slash Matthew West podcast as well um, yeah is yeah I only bring that up because yeah yeah so anyways and I guess poetry and, and music kind of relate to each other maybe sort of kind of uh, anyways, that,
1: that's that's a whole other that's that's a whole other conversation that we'll yeah. have to have. Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. They they definitely interconnect well, and and
0: uh, we'll, we'll get into a little bit more of your, your um in the in the second act a uh, mo about your uh, story with poetry, and then um, in the uh, third to final act of this um, of this episode, we'll get to. Your published poetry, um, but with that, um, uh, and speaking of poetry, those are, I don't know if you've heard of uh, Emily Dickinson. If you've heard of that yes. famous poet, there's a new um, show on Apple TV Plus that's uh, on um, a- on Apple TV that's called Dickinson, and it- and it's about whole. As a growing up kind of before she was a famous poet, um, it's a f- mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know if, if, if you heard of that. Anyways, let's let's move on. And is there anything else about the you you mentioned about a little bit of the challenges that you had you had in your early years? Can you maybe sh- talk to us a little bit about some of the joys and accomplishments that you had in your yeah. or, in your early years?
1: yeah so i i mentioned um i i mentioned it briefly um you know getting getting to to travel um getting to go and see these wonderful getting to go and see like these these wonderful countries i've had the opportunity to visit places like australia and walk on the you know a section of the Sydney Harbor bridge where, you know, you're, you're just experiencing the sights and sounds and sitting on the, the steps of the Sydney opera house, which, you know, in, in many cases, you know, your, your average Joe doesn't get to do. Um, Also going to Europe at the, the age of 11 and visiting, you know, famous landmarks such as the Louvre. And I remember, Waiting in line um, to see the Mona Lisa at the age of eleven, I was I was a little irritated because I wanted to know why people were making such a big deal about this <laughs> this this painting, and I wanted to know why the line was so long. Like, why are these people like gawking over this painting? And here I am at the age of eleven, and I wasn't really impressed, but. Looking back at it now, um, you know, especially in the time of this pandemic, being able to travel back to periods of your life, even if it is in your mind or being able to go ahead and capture that experience in photographs is, you know, really a, a wonderful experience. And it really is something to be able to go go ahead and, and travel and be able to experience the world through a certain lens, even if that lens is clouded by vision impairment, or even if that lens is clouded by, um, being on the autism spectrum, these were still things that I got to do. And, you know, they're, they're in my, my heart and my soul. And I, I write about my experiences poetically, you know, getting to, to visit, you know, these locations. It's, it's been, mm. it's, it's been Brilliant, and I I think one of my greatest (laughs) joys in life was back in 2018. Actually, I was um, visiting Disney World. It was my, my first time going to Disney World. And I had a really bad cold for the duration of the trip, but just having that that joy of you know pre-pandemic I, I love the Disney princesses so during this time we actually get to we got to go and mingle with you know the the characters and we actually got to go give hugs and I was very excited for that that was a huge joy in my life I, I was like a, a kid in a candy store and just you know... It was, it was one of the the joys and definitely one of the things that I reflect on now during this pandemic because I had, you know, so, so much fun um, experiencing that. And not to mention, um, being vision impaired, everywhere you go, you tell them you have special needs, especially around the park. They make you feel just like a princess. It's really cool. I got to march in the princess procession with Ariel. That was a lot of fun. I didn't know that um, they were going to ask me to do it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So that was a lot of fun.
0: Awesome. Uh, Well, we've got just a few minutes left before we take our first sponsor break. Um, But I wanted to just uh, share. I I, I love that what you shared about not letting the challenges, not letting the, the disabilities that doctors that you will Diagnosed with, uh, stop you from seeing the road, from seeing the um, globe, and and uh, achieving the accomplishments that you um, have. And so that that's, I love hearing hearing stories about that um, because I I know that I can relate to of not letting, uh, seeing the globe, seeing all these different accomplishments, not letting the disabilities not letting the challenges that I have uh, and same thing with you and all the other stories of people being featured on on on, on this program so with that we got five minutes before we have to take a short break so in just a few short moments and if we need to continue this after the break we can but show us briefly in in just like two to three brief minutes how did you get started participating as a special Olympics athlete in Northern California and where in Northern California? I was born in Southern California, in Long Beach, California, but um, uh, where in in Northern California uh, are you located? I mean, you don't have to give the exact location, but just kind of the general area. And then how did you get started participating as a special Olympics athlete in Northern California?
1: Sure. Um, which is, you know, a really good segue when I was actually talking about, uh, Disney World, um, because I I was going through quickly just some, some health issues with, with my, my eyesight and that required me to go ahead and have surgery. So as I was recuperating from the visual procedure that I was having, My mom suggested that I go ahead and join the Special Olympics after finding out about a local track meet that we attended at one of the local high schools. So I filled out the application for the Special Olympics. Um, One of the reasons being that I told myself and God that I was going to be the one up there one day reciting the Special Olympics oath. That was the one thing that got me motivated to really do it. So I signed up. I was ready just in time for the bowling season and um, ended up placing uh, second in my division. So I ended up getting a silver medal for bowling and then just, you know, really went from there. And then about a year or so later, I ended up um, getting to at the, the bowling competition I ended up getting to recite the Special Olympics oath at regionals, so that was really exciting. And um, the the rest of my work is in being a global ambassador. I've gotten to speak at UC Berkeley and gotten to do some work with um, Stanford Medical School as well. So awesome! It's been wonderful.
0: Awesome, awesome. And with that, we're going to go in just a few mo- few quick moments. To go- Take a uh, brief sponsor break because if it wasn't for our partners and sponsors and to portals, we wouldn't be able to do um, what uh, to uh, get behind the microphone and uh, bring you these podcasts and bring, and bring you these stories. Um, but when we come back from the break, we'll hear more from um, our, our guest on the Special Chronicles <laughs> program today Is Amanda. Uh, I, I, again, I should have asked how to pronounce your name, but. Um, I guess we'll do that when we come back from the break. Anyways, we'll we'll get to how how a man got, got started in poetry uh, and, and having uh, also share a few of her favorite poems with us and uh, and a, a little bit more about being a published poet uh, um, uh, featured in the Ability Magazine and on national public way Ra- national public radio and PBS and uh, some final messages at the end of the program. So all that and much more is coming up. Uh, briefly after a short break, I want to also just mention briefly, um, before we do take that break, that at the $250 gift level, if you make a $250 gift to this podcast, you can... um, uh, at the $250 gift level at com slash give or text give 250 to 833-953-2598. Once again, text give 250 to 833-953-2598. Uh, and Tim Shriver will send you a free autographed copy of his new book, The Call to Unite, Voices of Hope and an Awakening. Once again, at the $250 gift level to this podcast, special chronicles at specialchronicles.com slash give. And we thank you for your generous support. It really helps to keep... That uh, these programs going and with that we will go ahead and take a brief break you're listening to this, the Special Chronicles show while you're on specialchronicles.com Augusta is Special athlete and poet Amanda will be right back after a quick break support for Special Chronicles comes from listeners like you as an independent public media podcast Special Chronicles will, will always be there for you now we're asking you to be there for us as a nonprofit, independent media organization, we can only make programs like Special Chronicles with listener support. Our programs provide weekly candid, honest, and inspiring conversations about the people with disabilities community that creates awareness, support, and advocacy within each week's episode. Listeners tell us our shows are an enjoyable and necessary podcast for the intellectual and developmental disability community and everyone else who is able to listen to stories about life from a different angle. Please, if you and your family love our weekly podcast, make a one-time monthly or, or annual gift of thanks today. Support this podcast at com slash give. That's com slash give. Support for Special Chronicles comes from Kamad. Special Chronicles is proud to partner with the Kamad Energy Force Ambassador Program. The Energy Force is the country's first energy efficiency education program designed for and taught by people with disabilities. Kamad is powering lives and we really is powering us Us at Special Chronicles to keep the lights on and our technology is powerful. Powered on. As Comed powers the lives of us, they are literally giving a voice to people with, with special needs. We thank Comed for the generous support of our mission at Special Quanticles. Lone Mo at Special slash Comed. That's Special slash Comed. Hi, my name is Lisa Noble, and I'm a Comed Energy Force Ambassador and an
1: athlete
0: with Special Olympics Illinois. Hi, my name is Daniel Spakowski. And I also am a Comrade Energy Force Ambassador and founder of a company called Special Quanticals.
1: The Comrade Energy Force program is a program that hires people with disabilities to
0: teach the public how to save energy and money. It's the country's first energy efficiency program of its kind. Saving energy
1: is especially important while everyone is at home due to COVID nineteen. We're using more electricity than ever before. Just think about how many more times you are opening the roof or door these days.
0: And while the economy is stressed, it's more critical than ever to save money where we can. Following these tips can save energy and money in this time of COVID-19.
1: Wash your clothes in cold water and use the dryer sparingly.
0: Your dryer can take up to seven times more energy than the washer. Turn off and
1: unplug any electrical devices or power strips you are not using.
0: Electrical devices can continue to zap power even when turned off if they're still plugged in. We call them vampire devices. Use LED bulbs. They use 25 percent less energy than incandescent bulbs and last up to 25 times longer, saving you lots of money over time. Keep your refrigerator between 35 and 38 degrees. And be sure to use energy-style appliances. And last but not least, check out
1: comments.com slash savings for more tips and rebates.
0: Lisa and I would like to thank you for taking the time to listen to us today.
1: Remember, we are all in this together.
0: Stay healthy. And stay safe. Bye.
1: COVID-19 better known as coronavirus, has spread throughout the world. There are a few ways to help lower the spread of this respiratory disease. Wash your hands. Avoid touching your face, including mouth, nose, and eyes. Cover your coughs and sneezes. Monitor your symptoms and consult with your doctor. Stay at home and away from other sick people except for medical care. Clean and disinfect high-touch surfaces. For more information, please visit cdc.gov forward slash COVID 19. Thank you. We're not just athletes.
0: We are the ambassadors of an uprising. Peaceful protesters. In a rebellion against anyone who has a fear of difference. 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 Our demands are equality. 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 Dignity. 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 And the
1: recognition of our shared humanity. We will not stop or accept anything less. Today, our world is more more divided than ever. And coming together has never been more
0: urgent. The revolution is inclusion. Find out more at jointherevolution.org. You're listening to the Special Chronicles show right here on SpecialChronicles.com. Uh, once again, we'd like to remind you that at the $250 gift, love at the two, Oh, I wasn't trying to do a joke there. But yeah, there we go. Anyways, at the $250 gift, love to this podcast, Special Chronicles. Special Chronicles.com slash give or text give two fifty to 833-953-2598. Then Tim Schreiber will send you a free autographed copy of his new book, The Call to Unite, Voices of Hope and Awakening. Once again, uh, if you make a $250 gift at the $250 gift level to this podcast, Special Chronicles, uh, uh, Tim Schreiber will send you a free autographed copy of his new book, The Call to Unite, Voices of of Hope and Awakening. And once again, to make the $250 gift, Uh, Simply just go to specialchronicles.com slash give, specialchronicles.com slash give, or grab your phone and text GIVE250 to 833-953-2598, that's text GIVE250 to 833-953-2598, or just go to specialchronicles.com slash give and make a $250 gift to to this podcast, and you can uh, join and applaud, for all audience. But anyway, and and, and he, you can help to make <laughs> this 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 program more possible. You can make this program possible for more listeners to hear and more stories like Amanda's to be heard on this program. And with that. Uh, we, uh our guest, once again, on the Special Chronicles program is Amanda, Special Olympics Northern California athlete and poet. Welcome back to the Special Chronicles show, Amanda. <laughs> After all, virtual audience, so applause. Applauds for you, of course. Oh, she's muted. I should unmute her. <laughs> I, should, I, I should unmute you. Anyway, anyway. Our vulture, you probably didn't know that we, we are pre-recording this, and and yet even with pre-recording this, we still have a, a virtual audience who's applauding for you. Yay! <clears throat> so, I mean, yeah, because I needed you, because I needed you, it was a little delayed. <laughs> Once again, after 13 years, I still know what I'm doing. <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. Anyways... Um, the first act of the, of this program was um, about your story, but now let's get into how you got started writing poetry. Okay. Yeah.
1: Um, <clears throat> it's, it's really great, um, you know, the, the things that poetry has actually um, been able to teach me. So I don't know if um, many of your listeners would know this, But I am actually a self-taught poet. So you mentioned earlier a show about Emily Dickinson. Yeah. And um, I've heard her name. And I saw an episode of one of the cartoons I used to watch that referenced Emily Dickinson. But I've never read any of her work. And that is really interesting because it's it's that same thing with Shakespeare. If it wasn't like being mentioned on a favorite TV program that I watched or something, I really had no exposure to it. So my my experience, my relationship to poetry is different than most because I really had to. Step into my own power with this poetry and really, you know, give myself no constraints. I didn't even know there, there were different types of poetry that could actually be written. And um, so, so it's, it's all been like an, an experience to me, but I am in no way, shape, or form an expert. Mm-hmm. You could probably go to any other poet in this world. And call them an expert. But I just won't be one of them. I just love poetry. I'm passionate about um, this this art form. And I, I just love it so much in terms of self-expression. Me being able to go ahead and tell my story. And me being able to go ahead and reflect that and tell, in some cases, the stories of others. So it, it poetry to me is such a heart space. It gives me a place to explore and love and just be in the moment. And I'm going to shut up now and let you say something.
0: (laughs) Well, I, I love that you you say that in, even though I'm not exactly a poet, I have, I probably tried it in my younger years, but not really. But I guess as a – with a bachelor's degree in, in journalism, so like as a journalist and a columnist, I'm better with that type of writing. But, yeah, um, it, it's amazing the whether it's poetry like you just explained or whether you you're a columnist or a journalist or a novelist or – I guess just any any in the out. It, it's amazing the 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 creativity and the freedom that you have to share your story in different in different forms of media. And I, w- I would consider poetry a form of media just like this podcast is a form of media well that's probably obvious <laughs> but m- maybe some people might not consider poetry or um column like writing a newspaper column or a blog or a newspaper column or, or a poem some people might some people might not really consider that that a form of media but i, I consider it a form of media cuz it's whether you are writing a poem or a column or doing a podcast or a blog, all of these are, are different forms of media, forms of expressing yourself, forms of sharing your story. And yeah, or, or like, I know some people might um, be good at drawing a cartoon or or a comic. Um, right. that's, that's a, so with that, tell us about, some of your your uh, poems and in telling us about some of your po- poems share just for the sake of time, cause I'm, I'm keeping an eye on the time. Um, just, um, share with us just one or two of your favorite poems in telling us in telling us about your, your favorite poems.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I, I have several different poems, um, that I absolutely love. I'll say that all of my poems, um, are special only because my, my friends have told me, <laughs> um, but the, well, one of the poems that I really, really resonate with is a poem I wrote last year called Several Lives. And this was right after a conversation that I had with a good friend of mine. And she said, don't you know based on your disabilities that you've technically lived several lives. You've technically had to cheat death a couple of times. So therefore you're, you're getting, you know, a shot at another life. So therefore you've lived several. And when she spoke that I've lived several lives, I wrote a poem called several lives. And this is what I'm going to do. My friend, if you invite me back, if you like me the next time I'm on there, I'll read that poem. Which which poem is that? It's called "Several Lives." It has not officially been published yet. Oh, okay. But yeah, did, but did you want to? So much fun with you. If you have me on a second time, I'll read "Several Lives."
0: <laughs> did you want to share with us uh, an, an exclusive reading of that poem now?
1: I really have my heart set on um, this poem right here, actually called 67. It's one of my favorite poems. Um, I, I think it has so much power and so much emphasis. And I, I think it's right now something that needs to be heard. And I really do do believe that it aligns with the message of not only your podcast but uh the special olympics as well
0: awesome right. awesome yeah. so so let's um go um go ahead and and read uh, once again this is um whoa this is uh um what's the name of the poem
1: the poem is called 67
0: this is called 67 a poem by Amanda how how do you pronounce your last name? let's find 45 minutes into this this program finally asking you but yeah. Haranoth? enoughth okay once again this is 67 a poem by Amanda Helenoth a guest on the Special Chronicles program. Right here on specialchronicles.com, and uh, here's the poem 67 by Amanda at Poland Mandy on Facebook. (laughs)
1: 67. Can a number dictate who I will be? The things I will accomplish? 67 is the number autism assigned me. What does it mean? I believe it's just a number. It can't tell me who I am. It can't tell me how to love. It can't stop me from making my plans. It can't stop me from writing my name in the sand. 67, it's just a number or so I'm told. Release negative stereotypes about it that it currently holds. 67, can you hear me? Stop talking back. I may not pass every test, but I'll give it my best shot. 67, I'll make it known. You can try all you want. But I refuse to have you define my life in such a grim way. Sixty-seven, I'll rise above with those around me who show me love and compassion. Sixty-seven, you can no longer claim who I am supposed to be. Sixty-seven, you may have challenged me intellectually, but that has nothing to do with who I am. I was called to be. Thank you.
0: Awesome. And that is all of our uh, podcast friends, uh, listeners applauding for you. Uh, I know we can't, as this is a podcast, you can't see all of our listeners. You can't see our podcast friends, but they will just imagine them as I play that The fuck Im- Im- Imagine all of them with their, e- with their e- earbuds or their call speakers or Bluetooth speakers listening to, to, to you right now. Um, uh, uh, if they're watching this on YouTube and they're watching this on the TV, then Im- imagine them yeah. applauding. Anyways, um, we've got just a little bit of time left. Um, the title of this episode is I Am Proud to Be Me which I kind of took that title of this episode of, of, of the program uh, from one of the poems uh, as I was doing some as I always do some back back on research on our guests uh, and looking on your website, I believe that's one of the poems that you wrote and just we will definitely have to have you on again um, to share that what's that poem that you said you that new poem that you you wanted to share.
1: Oh yeah, no, uh, definitely several
0: lives. Yeah, so, several one. lives. So um, we will have to, and you you may have to remind my producer. <laughs> you have my producer's email, right? <laughs> I do. And so you will have to uh, remind my producer, and we'll have to have you back on to share that that new poem, several lives. But for the sake of time, um, I, I mean, we have time for just one more poem for you to share. And I did make you full screen, so I don't know if you wanted to like. Look at the camera when you read this this next poem, um, just because I made you full screen. But we have time one, one more poem, and I don't know if you can take a uh, suggestion. Oh, f- oh, take yeah, take us su- um uh, a request from the host of of this program. But uh, is that okay if you take a w- request from the host? Sure, and that is the title of this um, of this episode of, of the Special Quantico's program is uh, "I Am Proud to Be Me," and so it kind of shale. I guess, yeah, shale with us that poem. I am proud to be me.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So once again, this is uh, this this next final. Final pro- program that final poem that you will hear on the special chronicles pro- program today is uh, "I Am Proud to Be Me" by Amanda How Hale- Hownuth What? Hownath? Um, Hownath? Uh, we right here on the on specialchronicles.com, and here is one final poem by Amanda. Uh, I am proud to be me.
1: Perfect. Thanks, Daniel proud to be. I'm proud to be unique. I'm proud to be beautiful. I'm proud to be kind. I'm proud to be intelligent. I'm proud to be creative. I'm proud to be funny. I'm proud to be honest. I'm proud to be clever. I'm proud to be hydrocephalic. I'm proud to be legally blind. I'm proud to be autistic. And oh, yeah, I'm proud to be me.
0: Thank you. Once again, just imagine all podcast listener friends. Applauding for you right now. Uh, so awesome. Thank you for, for sharing those poems, and we'll have to have you on again to share that new poem, Several so, 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 Lives. Um, but once again, that poem was that you just read was I Am Proud to Be Me. And uh, you can find more pa- poems. We'll get to your plugs in just a little bit. But briefly share with us, we o- we only have just a little bit of time left. But tell us about being featured in Ability Magazine. I believe I heard of that. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm i not that familiar with the magazine. But tell us about being a published poet and being featured in Ability Magazine and featured on National Public Radio and and on PBS.
1: Yeah, so National Public Radio actually came along um, about three years ago, but I had just recently done the interview last year, and I I was doing some self-promotion for this first Poetry collection that I had written, "Legally Blind," letters from Amanda, and I randomly inter or um, connected with um, one of the show hosts for Insight Radio, and I was telling her about my poems, told her that I would love to to be on um, her program. So I, you know, got got to do that um, last year. It was it was a lot of fun because. Mm. Unfortunately, during the pandemic, you know, I we, we couldn't be in studio. So I was actually sitting in my bedroom while I was recording this, you know, this this interview. But it was still such a, a dream come true. Um, with Ability Magazine, that was literally just... Um, I, I do a lot of spontaneous marketing. And what I mean by that is I will randomly email people to see if they'll feature my work. So Ability Magazine, as I was doing my research, I found out that it was a well-respected magazine. And I remembered that one of my favorite um, performance artists who was Clay Aiken, who was a former special education teacher, he had been on the cover of Ability Magazine. And I said, you know what, I'm gonna get in there too. So, I ended up being published in the digital poem or the digital poem, excuse me, the the digital magazine for my poem um, called I Am Not. So, that was a lot of fun.
0: Awesome, awesome. Yeah, I, I hope one day to be, um, be featured either uh, in a Beauty magazine or on National Public Radio or on PBS. Uh, oh, you definitely will.
1: You definitely will be.
0: All right, awesome, awesome. And if if you have any, can I get connections with National Public Radio and PBS? Um, maybe offail. You can share that with me and share that with my producer as well. Um, but tell us just briefly about um, um, PBS. I know, and we we got just a little bit of time left, so just like in like thirty seconds, what was it like okay, being, sure. being featured on, on so, PBS? Uh,
1: this came a. This was actually an opportunity through the Special Olympics for PBS american portrait and um they were like well we're looking for somebody within the special olympics to go ahead and talk about what was it like the disability rights movement or something mm-hmm. and they were like do you want to be part of this american portrait um piece so i was like yeah absolutely but um i i i found the first interview that i did I didn't. I have not found the other compilation that I was supposedly that I, that I was supposed to be a part of. I haven't found it. So if you find it because you're awesome, let me know.
0: <laughs> uh, oh on PBS, okay, yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll put that um um plea out to our listeners. If 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 you find that um PBS clip of of uh, Amanda, then. Uh, just share that with us, feedback at specialchronicles.com, or you can email my producer, producer at specialchronicles.com, and we can forward that on to uh, Amanda. Anyways, uh, what, what's the lesson that you have learned, uh, or what's one message that you share with the media that you speak to, in, uh, including, all, including all podcast listeners at Special Chronicles, and that you shared on National Public Radio and on PBS, um, as well as a lesson that you learned by working with your clients?
1: Yeah. Um, definitely be strong. Don't let anybody tell you you can't. And one of my favorite uh, messages is really, it's going to sound a little, I I guess, mean, but I I like it and I see it like everywhere I go. Prove them wrong. To me, just briefly, that that means exactly that. Prove your naysayers wrong because it, it feels so good when you accomplish something that somebody told you you can't do. And that is really the, the basis for people with um, special needs in general. Okay. I said briefly um, about a year ago when I was doing some prep work for lobbying back in last April, I said, or no, excuse me, it was actually March for a women's conference and I said, we are rebels. with special needs are rebels because we go ahead and defy everything that medical teams and certain teachers say about us. So prove them wrong.
0: Awesome. And awesome. Do
1: it with a smile.
0: Awesome. I love that. What you said about pro- prove them wrong and that those of us people with disabilities are rebels. It's number. it's, Never something that I thought of, but yeah, it, it, it's a great, it's a unique, I should, I, I should say, it's a unique way to look at it. Um, in a way that I usually end all my conversations, I know, it's ever since the Abu Dhabi World Games for Special Olympics and the Abu Dhabi Daily Show that I co-hosted on specialolympics.org. Um, which was a video podcast series that I um, co-hosted on there. Well, and, and, and a question that I, I always end with is, what does inclusion mean to you? So I'm going to ask you the same thing. What does inclusion mean to you?
1: It, inclusion means to me being treated just like anybody else. Being treated as if you belong because you do we we all belong we we all belong in this world together to to coexist no one person is better than the next regardless of whether they have a disability regardless of whether they are black versus white it doesn't matter we are all in this together just kind of like the tagline that they've been giving for you know in some cases the stay at home order for the pandemic we're all in this together and yeah. that that has not changed. We are all in this together because we're, we're all the same because we, we possess a human heart.
0: Awesome. Awesome. And any plugs on on social media and website for you personally and, and like how people can can connect with you?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So um, you can find me on Facebook, Amanda Haranoff poet, and you'll be able to catch up with me there. I go ahead and I repost videos and write my own poetry on there. And, um, also, um, poetmandy.com. That is my website. And, um, uh, again, there's going to be, um, some cool videos on there. Some, some tips, some various links you guys can look for, um, access, um, I'm currently in the market for looking uh, for clients uh, to coach. I coach those with autism, Down syndrome, special needs in general, them and their families to help them have one of the best, most authentic lives possible. So
0: Awesome. So we'll put links in the show notes if you guys – go to specialquanticles.com slash podcast. That's com slash p-o-e-t-m-a-n-d-y-p-o-d-c-a-s-t. Once again, that's specialquanticles.com slash podcast is where you can find the show notes for this episode, uh, and you can find links to um, connect with Amanda on Facebook and YouTube, and her website, poetmandy.com, will also be linked in the show notes. So... Uh, that is, um, we like to just briefly mention that. And before we get to the final plugs, I want to just briefly mention that you can follow me at Podman Dan, P-O-D-M-A-N-D-A-N at Podman Dan on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, LinkedIn, and, uh, also specialchronicles.com slash show is the podcast page for this program. And specialchronicles.com is where you can go. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Vimeo, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Uh, Subscribe to our newsletter. Subscribe to all our podcasts. And remember to do what you do with these things. Um, Subscribe, wait, review, all that. Uh, With that, any final thoughts, Amanda, on uh, your overall time here today on the Special Chronicles program that you want to share with all listeners?
1: Yeah, just... I, I've had so much fun here today. It was something that I was definitely anticipating, and and just to to our you know your the listeners, be strong. We can do it. We with special needs are going to be the ones who change the world.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely great words to end on. Once again, it joy having you on, Amanda. We'll have to have you on again. And hopefully one of, the, one of these days when it's safe to travel and do live events, we'll have to bring back, uh, it's popular when we do a live audience podcast on location, but we'll have to bring back, I created a new graphic for it, but we'll have to bring back our Special Chronicles live podcast tool Um <laughs> Well, we hopefully can go on tour to different cities a- across the country, and and um, and maybe we'll hopefully make it out to uh, Northern California. Uh, hopefully, I mean, maybe I don't know. I, again, I've t- talked with my team about about that, but uh, it's been a joy ha- having you on, and uh, hopefully we can we can have you on again in the future to show that new poem that you wrote and more in the future.
1: Absolutely. Thank you so So much.
0: Once again, I'll um, remember to do what you do with these podcasts. Um, whoa, hold on. Wait, there (laughs) we go. Yes. Remember to do what you do with these podcasts. Special com is where you can go. Uh, remember to do what you, you do with these podcasts, wait, review, follow, subscribe, uh, Subscribe to us on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Subscribe to our newsletter, specialchronicles.com. All the links to subscribe to our podcasts, and newsletter and videos and YouTube and everything that you can find on specialchronicles.com. And remember to also donate, donate uh, specialchronicles.com slash give. And remember to make that $250, the $250 gift level to this podcast, Special specialchronicles, specialchronicles.com slash give or text give two fifty. To 833-953-2598. Once again, if you make uh, at the $250 gift level to Special Chronicles to this podcast, Tim Shriver will send you a free autographed copy of his new book, The Call to Unite, Voices of Hope and Awakening. Once again, make that $250 gift at specialchronicles.com slash give or text give 250 to 833-953-2598. And you can keep this podcast uh, keep keep me broadcasting on com. it's been a joy having you on uh, Amanda and thanks again for coming on the podcast and uh, until next week everyone stay tuned because coming up next week we'll, we will have two and a half months of all new episodes of our Comrade Energy First podcast series so once again Comrade Energy First program is the country's first energy efficiency education program taught by people with disabilities. Uh, the Combat Energy Force is celebrating the tenth anniversary this year and we are having um, eleven new episodes. We have two and a half months of new episodes of a combat energy force series. So stay tuned. We've got tons of weekly content. New new content coming to you guys coming to all of you to your earbuds. Uh, in the next two and a half months, so stay stay remember to uh, stay subscribed, keep following us and uh, tell your friends, tell your family, tell your neighbors, tell your co-workers, tell your teachers tell all of your family and friends about this program and all the podcasts on the Special Chronicles network. We'll be back next week and until we uh, until I talk to you next week. Uh, This has been Daniel founder of Special Chronicles and a Special Olympic Southern Survival International Global Messenger. We'll see you next week right here on the Special Chronicles program on specialchronicles.com. We'll see you next. Until next week, we membo choose to include Special Chronicles. Giving respect and a voice to people with special needs.